Hey, witch, and welcome back to Winch Hunt. Today on the trial of Lennon Smith, we will be discussing um, deities, archetypes, and everything in between from labels or more so, as she says, unlabeling. So thank you so much for joining us, Lennon. I absolutely love your channel. I was just binge watching your 10 things I don't do as a witch. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Um, how are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. I feel so, uh, you know, coincidentally enough, I feel so happy to be on trial today, so. <laughs> right? Um, okay, so let's let's just jump right into it. So tell okay. us, do you have, do you subscribe to any labels? How do you feel about labels? Ooh. Are you a witch? Are you a Wiccan? Are you just, you know, are you a hot mess like me? What is it? I'm a hot mess. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess you could say that I have all labels and I'm none of the labels. I, I, inside my videos, okay, I would say I'm a solitary pagan witch because I subscribe to those things in, in, in little snippets of my practice, right? But I can't say that I'm just a mind witch or I'm just a green witch or something like that. I, I use those terms, especially like when I'm talking with other people or even in my videos as clarifiers, as jumping off points. I think that in terms of conversation, when the, uh, when the conversation is going in a positive, respectful way, then that's where labels can go. It's like, oh, okay, I know what you mean by green witch. Okay, I get it. But that can't be, I mean, they're gilded cages, you know, in my opinion. I think that once we put a label down, I feel like it suffocates me in a way. So I'm like, oh, well, what if I want to do this today? Ooh, you know, so I feel kind of restricted. I feel like I'm, I'm a bird stuck in, you know, a gilded cage with labels. So I subscribed to all of them and none of them. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. So with the labels, I think that it's really important, especially for new people coming in to not get tripped up on that. You don't have to give yourself a label. Um, you don't have to take a label that someone else tries to put on you. Like if you're like, I like crystals and I like the moon and someone's like, well, then you're a lunar witch. Then you're like, you know, no, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, right. And then also if you do subscribe to labels, that label doesn't chain you to one thing. So like maybe you're a green witch and I'm a green witch, but maybe you're a green, green witch like I've never experienced before. Maybe you do things I've never heard of before. That doesn't mean that you're not a witch or that I'm not a witch. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, at the end, pick whatever makes you comfortable, but the labels don't mean anything. Right. And it's, I think it's important to note, like you said, if you're beginning in the craft, or if you're a beginner in the craft, um, I think that that is where the labels are going to benefit you the most because you find out what you're passionate about. Like, what is it that talked you into magic it, be in witchcraft? You know, it's like, what, what, are, where your passions are is pretty much where you're, what you're going to research first, you know? So in terms of looking things up, those, those are the, you know, where the labels, I guess, would benefit you. But you know, after a while you start learning all about the rest of the labels, then you're like, oh, all of these, you know, I'm so eclectic now, you know? So I think that it's good when you're beginning to find out what you're passionate about. And if you're passionate about crystals, you know, you're a crystal witch that day and it's okay that tomorrow you want to be a green witch. 
So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you're absolutely not like chained to anything. And then, yeah. um, as you start with like, what's really interesting to you and you follow that path, it'll automatically start opening doors to other things. So pick one thing, pick two things that you're really into. Um, and that kind of helps you like not be overwhelmed also by all yeah. that's out there because it can get really loud between social media and just all the information that's available now. Everyone just eternally connected uh, with social media and technology, which is great. You know, it's a blessing and a curse, you know, whatever. But, um, but yeah, just following one thing that you're really interested in, and that will naturally carry you into other things and your path will grow and change and evolve as you grow and change, you know? Right. I agree. And I, <laughs> I like that. That would have been awkward start- if you were like, no, I don't agree. <laughs> Oh, no. But I, I like that we started with labels because I was able to kind of shout my business to you guys about, oh, don't, don't, don't allow yourself to be put in a cage. But it's, it's so nice to kind of, you know, pick a little out of all the baskets. So. Okay. So I'm not caging you, but tell me what the craft looks like on you. Tell me what your interests are. Tell me, just tell me what your path centers on, you know, what do you got going on over there? Oh, well, uh, today, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I very much hold a cerebral path. Um, I'm very much, I guess you would say psycho spiritual path. It's very much a me, myself and I kind of a thing. Um, I read on a blog years ago, whom do you serve in terms of witchcraft? And I thought, huh, I answered pretty selfishly. I was like, well, me, <laughs> And I got to thinking about that and I thought, well, it, it is me. It is an internal work for me. My path focuses more on left side of the brain, right side of the brain. So research and development and knowledge and furthering those aspects, but then also in ways in which I can use my creative you know, brain and my arts and creativity to branch both sides of my brain to help me and now my answer of whom do you serve can be expanded. I have, by getting to know myself on my path, I can get rid of obstacles on my path. And then when I, it's time for me to hold space for someone else, or when it's time for me to hold someone else on the past hand or another witch that's struggling with something, if I hold space for myself and my path is constantly about evolving myself and my, my mind, body, and spirit, then I can do that for others too, when the time is right. And so very, I guess my path is cerebral in nature, but if you want to know like eclectics, uh, very much, it's lots of writing stuff down, lots of, you know, meditating and Right now in the winter here in the Northern Hemisphere, I can't get out in the herb garden and do any green witchery, but I can get in the kitchen and make some cupcakes and I can put some magic in them, okay? Because I have, (laughs) I can write some, you know, sigils with some frosting on some cookies. And I mean, the magic to me is everywhere. And it's just like inspiration. You know, you, you can find it in a butterfly. You can find it in your child's, you know, they're laughing about a joke they read in a book. You know, it's, it's in everything. It's about learning about the magic on a macro level and a micro level and the same internally as well. So I think that my path, I would say that my path is cerebral, but I think it's about inspiration and it's about finding what, what you think about on a day-to-day basis. Like 
if I have to feel like I have to put some magic in the laundry to make me do it. So I think on a, on a day-to-day basis, it's just whatever I'm drawn to. And that could be tarot and oracle. Sometimes I get immersed and I just want to do it all day. And the next day I just want to look at my crystals, you know, and the following day I might not have to do any of it. And that's okay too. Yeah. So I guess my path looks so, so wide. Like my path is a highway. <laughs> um, okay. So that leads me to another question then, which I think I have my answer, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Um, are you now, or have you ever been in a coven? No. Um, my path started out with, I don't know, wanting to be the witch on a very, very old Halloween card, like from the forties hat, cat, broom. That's it. I didn't really ever want to be in a coven. I didn't really want to do magic in a group. Um, I, that just never really was my thing. I uh, had a couple of Wiccans in my high school that would talk at the lunch table and things. And I kind of got some snippets from, from listening, you know, over, overhearing their conversation. And I don't know, it, I just never thought that that was something that I would do. And so when I started my craft journey, I stuck with that and it never felt right. It never felt right to reach out to my state and find a coven. It never even occurred to me that that would ever probably be part of my path so okay yeah and that's okay everyone's different again have have um, you I will go ahead that's okay one second I just want to say this because we were just talking about um listening to the Wiccans um everyone's path is different whether you work alone or you want to work with a coven or um but and when we say there's no wrong way there it really isn't it's whatever you know helps you be the best version of you what brings you empowerment um but things like wicca is in structured religion and there is um set steps and initiations and in different things that you know i'm not going to get into that because i'm not wiccan so i'm not the one to speak on it but just there is a difference um wiccan wicca is a religion and witchcraft, which we subscribe to, is a practice that looks very different and diverse on each unique person. So just to offer you guys that. Um, Okay, so what were you saying? Am I in a coven? Absolutely not. I live out in the sticks. I've got cows, Christians, and cowboys, and there's there's no covens. We've got lots of C's here, but like... I don't don't think I have one here either. Uh, I live in the Bible Belt, so... Yeah, well, welcome. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) sure is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so I mean um I all joking aside I do have a sister who's a devout Christian and I mean I jokingly call her sister Christian but I love her and I've let her know like you know and for everybody like we fully support whatever brings you comfort and you know helps you move through life but um but yeah no there's no covens here um I don't think I think I just feel like I hold like a lot of resentment or trauma around structured religion and um therefore especially when I came into the craft I was like I studied everything but I was just just because I wanted that knowledge but I was like Philema no thanks like a Wicca no thanks you know just all these different things oh like covens no thanks you know um yeah because I want to be able to do my own thing and and yeah so some yeah I was raised Christian my family is very much still pious um they're devout like you said all my entire family is devout Christian uh 
it was hard severing myself. And I'm now an advocate for that, for anyone that wants to get away from that religion or organized religion, I guess you could say, but mine happened to be Christianity. And it was so hard, the severance, then there was so much guilt and shame for wanting to, you know, wanting to move away from that, but wanting to be the same as your family and not wanting to feel like the black sheep, you know, that was really hard. And that, you know, you still get immersed in dialogues. Like my, I have a, I'm one of five siblings and one of them's an ordained minister. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, I don't get into dialogues with where my spirituality goes, but my mom still talks to me all the time about like, well, Lennon, just get your Bible out and read it. Okay. You'll feel better, you know, stuff like that. So it took a long time to get to a place where I could respect why she would say those things to me because her, she's immersed in her faith. She's, you know, she's got a lot of love with her faith Mm -hmm. and it took me a long time not to cringe. You know, when you walk into Walmart here, it's God bless you. And you're like, you know, it took me a long time to just be like, yeah, you know, thank you, you know, yeah, and, and walk away. Uh, and it, sometimes it's hard because I, I don't really have, you know, to talk, you know, somebody to talk to when stuff like in my spiritual practice happens, but I've got, you know, my husband and my kids, and sometimes we'll get into conversations, but that's why I'm on YouTube, you know? Yeah, me, I mean, exactly, that's exactly mm-hmm. right, me too, um, to build that community and to connect with other people that, um, to be a part of something, you know, without having to have, like, the rules or the structure, oh, um, but yeah, I because um, I, when I left <laughs> religion, I had the same thing, just feeling the biggest thing for me, I mean, there was like the guilt and the shame and the, and the stuff that I went through about like, oh, my faith isn't strong or like this and that. Um, but also was like, if I let go of all this stuff that I've been given since I was a child, that was like, this is what we believe. This is the truth. This is the only truth. I'm like, what's over here? Like what, what what's going to happen to me? What do I believe? You know? And so it's just <laughs> like a huge leaving religion is like a three-year tower moment at least it wasn't for me <laughs> like it falling. was like it was like a spiritual death and a spiritual awakening and yeah that yeah stuff takes years yes. I, I had a comment on um one of my very first videos I ever posted up posted was a testimony video I went all out I was like if I'm gonna come on YouTube I'm coming and <laughs> here's my journey and I got a comment that I don't know I guess you know you get those trolls like comments but one of them was one of them really made me think and it said well you were just a rebel you know you were just rebelling against your parents and that's what all this is about and I was like maybe huh maybe it started out like that maybe I did want to just wear my fairy wings on Sunday instead of getting up at the crack of dawn and going to church okay maybe but (laughs) I didn't want to be told anymore that I had to minister to my name you know a neighbor kid that was wearing a hijab I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell someone in the LGBTQIA plus community that, that they're condemned. No, I'm not going to do any of that. And I think that I started to really understand the dogma. And a lot of, I'm not saying any judgment. I'm just uh, in, in the people that hold those faiths. I just held so much confusion and empathy for other people, not just me, when it came in terms of how my specific branch of Christianity took things and I didn't agree. And I had to pull myself away so that when it came time for me to be my own adult, to be a decent human being in my own 
perception that I could do that. And I wasn't living someone else's life and someone else's lie and someone else's by someone else's rules. And like you said, it very much was so structured that I was, I had to branch off to be my fairy self, but then to also almost take justice for myself. Yeah. And it was needed. That's so beautiful. I wish I could give you a hug. Um, that's It just resonates really, really deeply with me. I went through a trauma and then what I was greeted with, like, you know, you go through trauma, but then like people catch you with like, well, God will never give you more than you can handle. Like just pray about it. Yeah. And um, that was not, it was not helpful. It was not what I needed. And nice. um, so dealing with that and then um, I read somewhere years and years ago that was just kind of like the like the light bulb for me, like the cherry on the cake that was like, um, it was a writing talking about how we are all like gods and goddesses. And it's like, we need to look to ourselves and empowering ourselves rather than being like, you know, this, you know, zombie that came back from the dead that walked on water that lives in the sky that we can't see you know he's gonna fix things for us like no we have the power to fix things we do things and intake things that nourish our inner power and makes us strong and yeah so that was just like I was like oh like I can believe in myself like oh okay like you know what I mean (laughs) I'm divine (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly I'm I'm sacred I should be treating myself like I'm sacred oh like this abusive (laughs) relationship like I'm actually sacred like you know what I mean just yeah a lot of stuff that yeah yeah you get it I've yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I read something similar when I started on my path it was actually um my church is nature or something. It was just a, just that and a picture of some trees. And I was like, I can worship the trees. Yes. Yes. Sign me up. I was like, please, I don't have to go. It's already there. It's already out there. It's already, it's surrounding me. It's the air I breathe. Holy shit. You know, like, yeah. I was like, okay, where do I sign? It's like Ariel and Little Mermaid. You know, she signs her voiceover. It's yep. like, I want to do that. You know, take me Ursula. Cause I, and it was just that one statement, that one statement on Pinterest, you know, yeah. or something. And it just grabbed hold of me. And I thought to myself, okay, maybe I can be this, you know, Snow White's queen or some evil queen or some shit in media. And, and I wanted to find out, I think my sole purpose, even as a child was, I wanted to find out what those little things, when they would go like this, and sparks would fly out. I was like, what is that? And I made a video a while ago. It was called the word witch and how I subscribe to that and how I kind of harness my power and how power, it took me a while to find out what power is and how it's, it's already in you. Right. And those lightning bolts were those, which is years of work years of spells backfiring and not getting the words right and copying somebody else's spell and it didn't work and it was those that which is power after a long time of working it and because they're all hags right so that told me that it wasn't about the age it was more so about the time they put into their practice and after you know a couple of psychology classes I started to figure it all out I was like oh you know I'm starting to figure this out. I'm starting to figure out that their little lightning bolts that are coming out of their fingers is all their power. And they're using it 
very specifically they're using it for actual reasons and they're she did even in snow white they she was looking through books you know there was research involved so i started to just like i guess over analyze everything and that really bloomed out my path too just trying to figure out what power is so yeah. that's helped my that's helped my practice as well well and what i want to what was it give me a second my mom brain is kicking in um yes okay so um speaking about magic and power and like seeing that when you're young okay that's what i want to give to everyone like no matter especially with this series like no matter where you're at no matter what age you are no matter what you were brought up with if you're a fifth generation witch if you're a first generation witch if you don't know if you're a witch and um if you're confident in yourself if you have self-doubt if you have insecurities um when we are young you believe that you can do and be anything and that is taught that, that and that's that magic that's inside you and as you yeah. grow like the world condenses it like and you lose it and you lose touch with that and this is literally just coming back to that belief that I can do anything, go anywhere, be anyone. And I am proud of who I am. I don't have discomfort. I don't have shame. And when you, when you reach back in and touch that magic, being able to manifest anything that you want in your life, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That power I want, is. I want that. I want the little girls that are taught that are getting taught that they can be a princess no, you need to know what it really looks like. You can I mean, be a warrior. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, now they've got so many good, you know, they've, they've gone a little better with the movies for girls, okay? Or or any anyone. They've just, yeah, for they've, gone a, they've gotten better about it. You know, it's not just a, a damsel in distress anymore, but in terms of power, whatever, a, you know, you want to set sail and go down the ocean like Moana. It's there, it's in your grasp. And instead of getting taught that you need someone else's permission or that you need someone else to tell you that this is okay or no you need to do this because this is you know what society tells you you got to do no i'm i'm going to have a picnic tomorrow in clouds graph by myself because that's what i want to do you know that's where my power is going to be i'm going to suck all that stuff out of the clouds and i'm going to do something with it i'm going to manifest me some stuff you know like, yeah and knows? it's just like you know girls, boys, men, women, everybody, non-binary, they's, mm -hmm. thems, everybody in between. It's like you can use that energy, connect with that energy. And I don't know, it's just so beautiful. It just comes from this place of true love, acceptance, authenticity, and, and yeah. It's unconditional. Just, yeah, it is. It's definitely unconditional and powerful and, um, yeah, which is a non-binary term. It's for everyone and everybody has that within them. And so often it's just, it's pushed down by society, by capitalism, by the patriarchy being like, you have to work a job that you hate and pay these bills and go into debt. And oh. you know what I mean? And you need to stand, if you're a woman, you need to stand behind the man and this and that. And witchcraft is not that. Witchcraft is you being number one to yourself in your power breaking down those other structures that are meant to oppress people and their magic their uniqueness their authenticity and yeah i don't know where i was going with that now i'm all like worked up i'm like sweating 
<laughs> no, no, no. You're on a tangent, man. Like, Preach. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, I have two more things to ask you before I let you go. So um, on trial. Pretty much everyone that I, I interview, I'm like older than them. But so you have children. I do. So um, tell me about. Do you have any witchy parenting? What are you doing? Are you letting them make their own choices? Well, my kids are teenagers. Uh, oh, I was, gross. I was, I was, a, I was a young, <laughs> I was a young mom. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Okay. Um, no, my, my son is 12. So like we're getting closer to that and it's just um, getting kind of grosser and scarier as we go. Smellier. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they are teenagers, and I guess because my parents play such a huge role in our lives in general, um, there is a lot of talk with my mom, and and sometimes they go to church with her, and I let them. I'm like, all right, do what you got to do. Um, you know, if they're spending a night with her over the weekend, and they'll go to church, and sometimes they'll come home, and they'll ask me, and I, I the only thing I do is sometimes if they're interested, I'll tell them about a, a ritual that I'm doing. Most of the time, it's when they're in the bed, okay, or when they're at school, and but sometimes if I'm, if I'm doing something and, and, you know, we're all here, I'll talk to them through it. But I, the only thing I do is tell them that my path is my path and that I can't tell you that this God that I, that I worship or that you worship is the right thing because no one can tell you that but you. And that their little brain may be confused about religion or deity or the creation story. They may be confused right now and that's okay. It's, you don't, it's not like you have to choose one right now. It's, oh yeah. You know, I'm old and, all and time. I'm, I'm still confused. So, and we're always learning and, and they always see me read. They are always seeing me read stuff. And I think that the most that I want to teach them in life is just to be a decent human being and yes. to put your money where your mouth is when the time comes and to stand up for what's right in here, in your brain, in, in your brain, in your body, and in your heart. If you believe it's right, you stand up for that. And my witchcraft and your spiritual practice one day, it's going to be different. It's going to look different. I'm going to stand up for things that I believe in, but you may stand up and want to believe in something else. And that's, a, that's perfectly okay. So I guess in terms of tips and tricks, uh, I just, I don't pagan parent them, I guess you could say. We go out and do things that are nature based and we do spells. Sometimes my, one of my youngest, he, uh, he likes to do moon water and use it in like his watercolors. So, you know, I tell him that's, this is what I, you know, that I do that. And that's like magic painting now, but that he made the thing something different and that's okay. I, I guess I just stress that everyone's a little different and we're all unique and we have to harness that. Like you yeah. said, you were, you were on your yeah. tangent about uniqueness. I want that. I want them to harness whatever power they can find. Yeah. Well, and just that room to grow and explore and choose is so important. So that's extremely beautiful. Because we know how it felt to be locked into something. Yeah. Uh, I did. I mean, I felt restricted and I felt, I just felt like I couldn't pursue other things and I wasn't going to do that to them. So, yeah. That's yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, okay, so I'm so glad I just I could talk to you for like a million years. Oh, so I know I could talk all night. <laughs> you're definitely gonna have to come back and do another trial. Um, but before you go, do you have anything else you want to tell anyone? Any learning resources that helped you when you got started as if 
books, content creators. I know that you, just like me, have been subscribed to Kellyanne Maddox for years and years. Um, <laughs> any other books or blogs or anything that you would recommend to people that might be searching for information? Actually, no. Uh, I picked up books that just resonated with me at the time. Sometimes I still pick them up and look through them. Mostly when I started, it was all goddess work because of the severe Jesus pounding I was getting. I needed something, something for me. So, so I, uh, you know, I needed a little, a little goddess stuff. So I've got a whole bunch of goddess books. Women Who Run With The Wolves changed my life. Uh, Signs and Symbols books changed my life. When I first looked that up and I saw all these religious symbols, I was like, oh my God, there's more than like two religions out there, holy crap. And it was learning that, you know, and it was learning, uh, I read a lot of poetry, you know, there's magic to be found in that. It's, yeah. I think the most important thing in terms of research is Google, uh, you know, I Googled for an hour and a half the other night what, what a crystal that I found was. I mean, that I consider that part of my spiritual path. So I think that the most important thing is to not lock yourself in with the labels, not lock yourself in with thinking that you have to join some kind of sect or magical order to, you know, unless you want that, and that's perfectly okay. And just to research little things start little, start small. That's my tip. Start small, start with crystals, start with, you know, deities, start with Greek pantheons, Egyptian pantheon, you know, start small and, and act like you're a kid again and you're curious and hold that magical curiosity in your, in your body. And that will lead you somewhere, I promise. And there's no magical forum, no magical blog that I could give you that I could even remember probably that I could tell you, but I just went where my curiosity took me and it was like fireflies and I followed them and caught them in mason jars until I formed a whole practice out of them. So that's my advice. Okay. All right. <laughs> Is that good advice? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it's great. Um, I will just, again, as always, I like to close out these episodes reminding you guys to just do your research, please don't just because someone is a content creator or they're on Instagram or they're on YouTube, don't put them on a pedestal. It doesn't necessarily mean that any of them have it figured out or I definitely don't have it figured all out. And anyone that tells you that they are going to either heal you or that they have it all figured out, then you need to go exactly the other way. Um, because true spiritual workers aren't going to slide into your DMs. They're not going to tell you that they're going to heal you. Instead, they're going to help you learn how to heal yourself. Those are the people and places that you need to be looking for. So again, um, yeah, just be careful, fact check everything, question everything and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just follow your, follow your own fireflies. So Thank you so much, Lennon, for being here today. I appreciate you. This is absolutely wonderful. Um, and you guys, I will see you guys back for another episode of Witch Hunt. Bye. Thank you.